This is Scott Becker with the Becker Group Business and Women's Leadership webinar today, staying physically fit in the COVID-19 era. We've got five fantastic panelists. We're really going to focus on those five panelists around two questions. The first question is, what are your three best tips for staying fit during this COVID-19 era? The second question is going to be around uh, this issue of how did you get to your fitness journey? What drove you to that point? And so those are our two core questions for the day. Our five panelists are Mark Beyer. Mark's currently the general manager of a huge fitness club, Midtown Athletic Club in Willowbrook. He's been a personal trainer. He was a football player. He sort of has a fascinating fitness story, uh, grew up on a farm, uh, but, but a brilliant leader and fitness enthusiast. Our second panelist is Jessica Cole. She's not a professional fitness person. She is the CEO of Becker's Healthcare. She is a complete fitness enthusiast, marathon runner, plank doer, uh, constantly in a magnificent effort to stay physically and spiritually grounded. A third panelist, Jackie Gadd, is in the fitness industry. She is the in the yoga business. She's the proprietor, founder of BYOM Yoga. She came to her mindfulness training, her yoga training over the long course of a career uh, and, and moved from being in a business position, technical writing, into full-time in the yoga business and really a real leader of people and terrific person. Our fourth panelist, Jeremy Walton, is a, a fantastic fitness enthusiast, personal trainer, recently started a new business called The Walton Method, and a very, very gifted trainer in person and athlete. I'm thrilled to have Jeremy with us today as well. Finally, we have Steve Werner. Steve is a fascinating person who has always been involved in working out, always been involved in exercise, but became a pure, true champion of fitness over the last several years, last decade, as he went through some personal issues that drove him to make fitness an absolute critical part of his personal environment and what he does. So I'm thankful to Mark, Steve, Jeremy, Jackie, and Jessica for joining us today. Mark, I'll start with you, and then I'll ask each of you to answer this question. Mark, what are your three best tips on physical fitness, particularly in this COVID era? Yeah, so um, my three best thoughts for, you know, people trying to get through this um, era are first and foremost that uh, there needs to be uh, a consistent pattern of of like behavior, and when I when I say that, we are creatures. Human beings are creatures of habit, and we need um, structure and we need a routine. And so, I hear what frustrates me most uh, during this time is I hear certain people in the fitness industry saying, "Oh, if you need, if you want to stay up late tonight and drink alcohol or whatever you want to do to make yourself feel better, go ahead and do so." The problem with that is that. When we break routine, we start to break um, that that thing inside of us as human beings that 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 keeps us moving, keeps us motivated. And so, my advice is always to have a routine and stick to it. Um, if you're getting if you were getting up in the morning and working out previous to this, then get up in the morning and work out. Um, you shouldn't stray from your routine so that every day. There's a, there's a structure to it. Uh, you know, we crave that and we need that. So that's first and foremost. Uh, secondly, is that I, I really liked um, what Jessica had talked about as far as setting goals. And, 
even though I'm in the fitness industry and I live it every day, Jessica, I don't think my goals are, are much greater than, than anyone like yourself. Um, I think, you know, we need to set small goals that are achievable each week, whether it be um, to, you know, maybe this week, instead of running three miles, maybe you ran four miles, right? Um, setting small goals each week from a fitness perspective to make sure that that is, is to me, you know, fitness is going to help you get through this more than um, more than a lot of things in the sense that, you know, it keeps us, our, our, our brains, it keeps our, um, you know, our blood flowing, our hormones balanced. Uh, it really helps, you know, our sleep. So it helps in so many ways that um, setting a fitness goal is, is a really good idea. Um, and then thirdly, it's having something that you look forward to on a weekly basis. So working for the weekend, you know, you, you don't really realize it, but everybody has that little goal in their mind when they're working week by week that, you know, get to Friday and get the weekend coming. Well, right now it's, it's, there's no weekday or weekend really per se for a lot of people. And so having something to look forward to on a weekly basis is something that uh, has helped me and helped a lot of the people who I've, you know, been, been talking with as far as their, their fitness goes. So for instance, um, Jeremy and, my, and myself, we, uh, we do a Friday morning workout where all the proceeds go to a new charity. And then I do a Thursday night cooking demonstration. I went to culinary school and I worked in the restaurant industry. So Thursday night I do a a cooking demo live um, with people who want to cook with me. And so I send ingredients to them and, and we all cook together. So each week it's, again, that that's kind of killing two birds with one stone. There's some structure there and there's, um, you know, every week I'm doing it at the same time on the same day, but there's also something to look forward to. So it's those th three things I think that uh, can help people the most. Thank you. No, fantastic. Mark, could you give me 30 seconds summary of your three core tips just so people could take those out if they like to? Yeah, so um, structure and so have a structure and to, to a, like a, a daily routine. So stick to your routine. Um, have a small fitness goal each week that you can set and attain. And then thirdly, have something on a weekly basis that you can always go back to that you can look forward to. So for instance, if it's a, even if it might be a show that you like to watch, you know, if it, it might be, um, you know, a person that you want to call that makes you feel good, your, your mom, your, you know, your, uh, somebody within your family or friendship that you can call and lean on, but like make it a weekly thing that you look forward to on a weekly basis. Thank you very much. Steve Marner, you've had this fascinating personal and fitness journey. Can you take a moment and give your three thoughts on trying to make fitness a focus and what your advice is? Sure. Uh, thank you again for asking. Um, well, I would say, first of all, you know, we're in a battle right now, and we, we are all in a battle, that's for sure. And there's a reason why they send you to boot camp before they send you into battle. So I like to create my own personal little boot camp. Um, and I believe that the best conditioned uh, warrior wins. So, um, I, you know, I, I think focusing, trying to put some mindset along with uh, fitness is kind of fun. Um, I like to, um, the second thing I would encourage people to do would be to use technology and explore YouTube and, um, and, uh, and the internet. There are so many different variations of fitness out there that can meet your specific need without you getting overwhelmed or 
um, or worried about, uh, you know, are you fit enough? Or, you know, how are you going to start? You know, you don't know how to start. Um, you know, make it a process. And I would say, and lastly, fall in love with the process of doing all of that. Not with, don't look at the results, fall in love with the process, and then the results come by virtue of that. But if you make, um, you know, a little game out of it every morning when you wake up to actually find your routine by, you know, by, by just uh, exploring and then figure out the duration and then go after it, the results will come and you'll be conditioned in battle. And, um, you know, it's, it's imperative right now to be in, in tip-top shape because, uh, you know, the clouds are going to uh, go away and the skies are going to clear and the best conditioned are going to have a leg up on the next end, uh, you know, the next leg up on this, um, on this journey. So. Steve, thank you. Let me ask you this. Let me ask Mark, give us a 30 second summary of your three tips for anybody that wants to take those down. Yeah, I would say um, for sure. Don't get overwhelmed. Use technology to find uh, a workout that suits you. Number two, again, fall in love with the process. Don't, don't focus on the results. Um, and number three, have a little competition within yourself and try to make little incremental advances every single day. It's amazing how far you can come if you just, you know, go an inch a day. So that would be my uh, recommendation. Steve, thank you so much. Jeremy, can you give us your three best tips on staying fit? That would be great. Yeah, the three best tips I have for physical fitness during COVID-19 era is first to reevaluate your expectations on the duration or intensity of your workouts. Uh, stress is a part of life and it elevates in times like this. And so if you're used to working out 30 minutes a day, if you're used to working out an hour a day, you might need to reevaluate what's actually possible for your day now at home. Um, I speak to like three different categories. If you're living alone, um, if you're living with family and like kids, or if you're maybe special needs, uh, each one of those categories requires different needs and different physical direction. So first reevaluate your expectations of duration and intensity. Once you do that, the second thing that I would recommend is setting challenges for seven particular movement patterns that the human body does on a regular basis, which is push, pull, twist, bend, squat, lunge, and then gait or like walking or running. So if you have seven days in a week and then you pick one exercise for each of those categories, then you have something that you could put together for yourself for each day and then just repeat that, trying to build upon it. So for example, if you just dedicated yourself to just doing a set of push-ups once in the day, and however many that was, you commit to it. And then the following week, when that day comes again, you try to do one or two more. And then you build some momentum behind you. That'd be my first two ideals. And then secondly, uh, the other part about staying physically fit is recovery. This kind of parlays into what Mark had said. Um, taking the time to get rest and make sure that you're staying on a routine of activity, waking up at the same time every day, going to bed at the same time every day. Those are like the best things to keep yourself healthy and physically fit during the COVID-19 era, in my opinion. Jeremy, thank you very much. I'm going to ask you to do the same thing, and I'm going to force you to say the seven parts of the body, physical action again, but, but tell us your three tips again in 30 seconds. Okay. Uh, my first tip is to reevaluate your expectations of duration and intensity. Second, design a format that works on the seven primal movement patterns of the human body. Push, pull, 
twist, bend, squat, lunge, and gait, which is walking or jogging. And lastly, make sure that you're finding consistency on sleep and wake up. So wake up at the same time every day. Go to bed at the same time every day. Thank you so much. Jackie, your three tips on physical fitness. Sure. Jeremy, thank you for for that great summary. Um, really appreciate that kind of mindful approach. Mine, other than, you know, I could list specific programs to watch, but I'm going to say always take the time out to breathe. Life is stressful. We're under a lot of stress right now. So I think it's important that everybody make an attempt to take a few minutes every day and sit and breathe. So whether you want to call that meditation, whether you want to call that a timeout, whether you want to call it a nap, it's important to take a few minutes and just sit and be. Um, it, you have to, we all have to chill out a little bit, turn off social media. Um, mental fitness is part and parcel to physical fitness. So that's point one. Point two would be don't be afraid and actually be willing to try something new. So as much as uh, Mark was saying, I liked what he was saying about you know, doing the cooking classes and also having a routine. So you can try new things. Maybe Monday you're trying something new, whether it's yoga or Pilates or doing a walk or trying new videos. Do something and don't be afraid to try something new. This isn't, if you're not going to your regular job every day, if you have an opportunity to try something new, try a 30 minute video, try 15 minutes of Pilates, try a new video, keep your body challenged, keep your mind challenged. And then the third thing would be make sure that you're staying nourished spiritually, uh, nutritionally, uh, with your food, with your water, with your health in general. So, um, you know, you want to keep yourself sane. You want to keep yourself calm. So, you know, the recap would be make sure you're breathing. Make sure that you're trying new things, keeping yourself properly stimulated and healthy, and then nourishing yourself, taking care of yourself. So, Thank you very much, Jackie. Just fantastic. Jessica, your three tips on physical fitness. Could you walk through those? You got it. Um, one is commit to something every day whether that's small or big and just commit to it every day. So I, I long time ago, I thought I've read this and it's the Jerry Seinfeld method. So it's basically do something related to your craft every day, no matter how small the action is. And I think what Seinfeld did, or at least what I read years ago was he, he basically did the big red X every day on the calendar. And it was like, you know, this mental, um, don't break the chain, you know, don't break the chain of these big red X's. And so do something, related to your craft every day, no matter how small it is. So that's, that's the commit to every day. Number two would be set mini goals. Um, so whether that's small, I want to shave 10 seconds off this mile. I want to work on intervals, whatever that is. Um, and I think something that Steve said here that I, Lou Holtz said forever ago, and I, I say this quote probably so much that some people are sick of it, but it's uh, just like fall in love with the daily grind. So um I think that I, I bring that to probably every aspect of my life, or I try to, because I think it, it gives you a positive outlook. And then also, especially when there's days that maybe you're like, oh, I just don't want to work out, you can look at it as, okay, I'm committing to something every day, and how do I fall in love with the daily grind, even if I have something small today? And then, you know, like, set these mini goals, and they can be small, and don't, I think this is a little bit of what Jeremy also said, you know, recalibrate, and, and also don't be scared of set a goal. It doesn't have to be 
you know, going out and running an Ironman, it can be something very small, but at least you set a goal and, and those small little wins are, are what I would consider like dopamine hits and will continue to be exciting for your fitness journey. Three would be integrate fitness in other aspects of your life, work life if you can. Um, so three super quick examples, Plank Challenge, we're doing at Becker's Healthcare every day at 9 a.m. There's a Google Hangout link. You can come in for 30 seconds. There's a song. People come in. They, they hold a plank for 60 seconds. It's a fun culture thing. Integration of some fitness, uh, and it's for one minute, and it's like, it's all good. We see some smiling faces. Um, we also did some collective marathons this weekend. So we ran about six and a half marathons as a company. You know, and people could sign up for the mileage they wanted to run or walk. And so, again, it was just a thing to get moving and fun and different, even if we're not together at this time. Um, and then last, I just try to set up, like, lots of obstacle courses with toddlers at home. So that was to summarize. I think it's commit to something every day. Don't break the chain. Set many goals. Um, fall in love with the daily grind. And then integrate fitness and other aspects of your life because you can. And even if that's a simple squat hold or while on a conference call or things like that, but just integrate fitness and other aspects of your life. Thank you very much. I'm going to ask the next question of each of our panelists. And the, the questions could be this. And I'll start with Mark or Steve, Jeremy, Jackie, and Jessica. The question is going to be, in a minute, how did you sort of come to your fitness, fitness life? How did it become a core part of your being that, that fitness is such an important part of your life? Mark, would you mind taking a moment on that question? Yeah, sure. Thanks. Um, so I grew up in um, a small town, uh, pretty much on a farm. And uh, so from day one, from the day I can remember, my dad had me outside <laughs> working on the farm. Um, I remember uh, he would have a fun um, task of picking up rocks in our fields. Uh, if we saw big rocks in the field that might hurt the tractor, uh, I had to go help him pick them up. So it was from the day I can remember, uh, my first job was baling hay um, that I got actually got paid for, <laughs> that I wasn't doing it for my dad. Um, and so it was always being, it was just about being outside and being physically fit. Um, you know, my father was, uh, like I said, a farmer and a bricklayer by trade. Uh, had a bunch of cousins that lived nearby that we would just spend hours and hours outside. Um, and I, to this day, I just, I love moving. I love movement. Um, I know what it does for me mentally. Uh, I, that, that is, you know, as I've aged and, and, um, maybe not been able to, to move as much as what I want, I, I understand what it does to me on, on the days when, when I don't get enough movement in and how my, my brain and my body actually, you know, reacts neg negatively to that. Um, as far as making a career, um, I actually started out right out of college as an auditor with PricewaterhouseCoopers. And that's when I, I really got to understand um, that the lack of movement uh, for myself was detrimental. So I ended up moving out to California and um, that's where I went to culinary school and got into fitness. I played college football as well, uh, division three college football. So I had, I, I had a good background in, you know, the workouts and programming a, a workout and, and all of that. Um, like sort of, you know, the, the, the science behind it. So um, moving into the personal training world was, was pretty um, natural for me. So uh, when I got into that, I, I saw how I could help people and how it helped me. And that's really where my love began. What, what a fascinating story. I mean, it's sort of farm to audit, to culinary school, to fitness. <laughs> yeah. with fitness, always yeah. be, with fitness always being sort of a part of it. Steve, a minute on your fitness journey. Sure. Well, uh, thank you again. I, I've always um, 
I've always enjoyed working out and being fit, but what really changed my life was uh, during the last crisis about 10 years ago, I, I wound up getting over-medicated on antidepressants for fear, um, fear of what was going on in my business. And my, I, I intersected with a young doctor friend of mine, and he alerted me to the fact that I didn't have depression. I had fear, and I was being medicated for fear. And he helped. Uh, he, he suggested to me that I incorporate intense fitness into my life, and it started out running. Uh, you know, when I when I would get overwhelmed with um, with coming off of the drugs, there's a there's a price that you pay when you uh, when you get medicated on antidepressants. And I went through a very tough time getting off, but uh, started out by running wind sprints at two o'clock in the morning in five degree below zero weather in the middle of the winter in Chicago. And uh, that led me to start going to my health club at three o'clock in the morning and training myself um, to battle life. Um, and my life took a turn. I went from a, uh, you know, um, a fitness enthusiast to somebody that, uh, that fitness is non-negotiable in their existence. And it was a great remedy for, um, for battling life for me as opposed to medicating life. Um, Fantastic, Steve. It's inspiring. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hear me? Your fitness journey. Yeah, um, I grew up, both my parents met in the military, so I grew up moving around quite a bit, and um, I'm also the product of an interracial couple, so I was a new kid, and I looked different, and so I had to deal with a lot of bullying coming up, and sports was a good safe haven for me, and I would say that uh, furthering to get improved in those sports, I started to spend more time in the gym. And besides the physical changes that my body took on, I found that I had a lot more self-confidence from the training that I had done. Um, I was able to take on some of the ugliness of the world with better character. And I noticed that I had less, similar to Steve, I had less fear in my life about dealing with those things and those issues because of my personal journey with fitness. Um, that all happened around high school. Um, I kept with football going into college and then after college, uh, the gym was always a part of my life. Um, but at that time I also got exposed to yoga. And so before where most of my focus was all physical, um, around that time is when I started to have a more holistic approach about the whole thing. And that's been the seed to my tree for the rest of my life and will continue to be. I think that people will find a lot of, a lot about themselves, um, when they put themselves through physical strain, physical challenge. And I think during that exploration and that discovery, um, you'll find the version of yourself that has always been there and just need a little bit of help. Well, fantastic, Jeremy. Thank you. Jackie, your fitness journey, how did it become such a critical part of your life, your fitness, your yoga, your mindfulness? Uh, so I'm not a natural born athlete. Uh, by any stretch of the imagination, um, and uh, always loved movement, though, always been able to move, and that uh, in my mid-30s was facing, unfortunately, uh, a lot of health, mental health, and physical health challenges, um, and was introduced to yoga, which I laughed at, and I went, can't, can't touch my toes, can't do that, and which I run into a lot now. Um, took some classes that were in a particular modality of yoga called Iyengar. And my mind went, wow, there's something to this. 
um, and I really latched on to kind of the technical, the kinesiology, the physiology, the anatomy, um, and the the inner spiritual part of kind of settling in and finding your own mind. Uh, I was asked to volunteer teach to some preteen girls, and I started having these revelations about what a difference this practice could make in it could have made in in my life at that age and the the need the want the desire to share that grew from there and i was you know started working double time so i was a technical writer and then i was teaching yoga and i was fortunate enough after i had my son that i could transition out of my technology job and start teaching it was a struggle for a while but yoga has become kind of what I do personally as well as professionally because of that. And as opposed to just taking on the, you know, woo-woo side of things, it has become a, a technical passion to understand and read and learn and integrate as a holistic method of taking care of the body for me as well as to share with other people why it works how it works um not just this metaphysical side but the you know there's a movement in yoga called yoga therapy where it is to understand kind of the bones and the muscles and how everything works and is integrated to heal and i find it fascinating this mind body connection on a very real and visceral level, um, I, it's such a huge benefit to me to keep me grounded, to keep my head level, and it provides a level of fitness. Um, I thought it was kind of funny that you chose that photo um, because that's not something that I would have pictured myself able to do in, uh, you know, at any point in time when I was younger, but there is a level of fitness that I've been able to achieve and I'm grateful for, although I don't know the longevity behind that because of some physical issues. But it's nice to know that at some point in my life, I was able to become an athlete because of this practice. So I'm grateful for that. Although the expectation isn't that anybody I teach be able to do that, that they can achieve their own level of inner fitness. Well, so that's, fantastic. that's where I'm coming from. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you, Jackie. Jessica, your journey to being a fitness enthusiast. Yes, um, I think I'd boil it down to three things. One would be, I think, out of the womb. I just had a very competitive mindset um, at an incredibly young age. So I remember I was the youngest. I am the youngest of four, um, and I just always was like, you know, these two boys would beat me in sprints at at recess, and so I was always like, I'm not going to let Zach and Neil beat me. And so I was always just constantly wanting to be the fastest or um, whether that's the fastest of the monkey bar or down the monkey bars or sprinting or whatnot. So I think just this incredibly competitive mindset at a young age. And then, um, at the, in high school, I ended up getting surgeries for something called compartment syndrome twice. And I had an orthopedic surgeon tell me at the age of 17, you just need to get new hobbies and, and, you know, working out and running is not one, one of them. And, um, I don't know. I think that set me off in a different way of kind of being like, no, it's going to be, and I'll just figure out how to run enough or, or manage the pain or do different things that um, will work out. And so that, I think, somebody looking at you and saying, go get new hobbies and working out and running is not one. 
almost probably set a fire, uh, set more fuel on that competitive fire of, okay, what, what can I do? And then three, and I think Mark touched on it, but um, I think just mentally, I know I'm a healthier person. I have a, a better clarity. I'm probably more positive to be around if, if I work out. And so whether that's something small or, or long, but those are the three things. It's kind of like young age, as a teenager, someone telling me, no, you're not going to, and then just me kind of reflecting it mid-career, how I can be more successful professionally and personally if, if I do. Well, thank you, Jessica. I want to do two or three things. I want to thank Mark, Steve, Jeremy, Jackie, and Jessica. Each of you are fantastic. Thank you very much. Our audience, thank you very, very much. Um, and I sort of got out of this what I was hoping to, some inspiration, some thoughts on fitness. It's fascinating for me to also hear how you each came to fitness as such a core part of your lives. So thank you all very, very much. This wraps it up for the Becker Group Business Leadership Podcast and staying physically fit in the COVID-19 era. Thank you very much.